sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. What does the news tell us about who we are as a culture, as a civilization? How should Christians approach the news? And what does it matter for us to be informed about the news? That's what we're going to be talking about today on Ignition. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, and we want to set your faith ablaze so that you might live the adventure that comes from a relationship with Jesus Christ. Before we get into the news, we want you to know that we love listener feedback. So if you've got questions about today's episode, or if you have ideas for future episodes, please contact us. And the easiest way to do so is by email. The address is ignition at sfcatholic.org. Again, ignition at sfcatholic.org. Renee, how do you spell ignition? I-G-N-I-T-I-O-N. <laughs> well done. I was... <laughs> so I, I'm joined uh, by my very uh, quick-footed... <laughs> Uh, make sure I'm spelling it right. <laughs> Renee Kranz. You're supposed Renee. to say quick witted, quick witted, or something. Quick, I think that yeah, would be I better. That, I knew that quick was wrong. Thinking, quick thinking. Quick, what did I say? I mean, I'm quick, definitely not quick footed. footed. That is not okay. accurate. Quick My thinking. husband will argue with quick you on that. I don't know about witted. Quick thinking. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, first of all, did you notice how I? Because I, I remembered. Like I, did, I forgot at first. It was welcome to the show. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald. Uh-huh. Speedy, slow, then slow. We slow. slowed down. Uh, so the news. The now, news. You are again, my regular co-host, but you are particularly, particularly well suited to talk about this topic. <laughs> uh, why are you well suited to talk about this topic? Well, because I am a journalist by trade, and, training, whatever, and training both. Yeah. So your undergrad, yeah, is in was in journalism. Yes. Many years ago. Lots of years ago. Uh, and <laughs> and you've been involved in a variety of journalistic enterprises. Yes. Yeah, it's been a while since I've written for a newspaper. It's been more than 20 years. Oh, but. but since I've written for a newspaper. Newspaper, which yes. is, yeah. So, um, so you have some background. And this is, so I don't have that sort of training, but I am the editor for a monthly magazine. <laughs> Well, you're the theological advisor. I don't know if I'd go with editor as that is my title, but thanks very much. <laughs> well, I'm not the managing editor. That would be Casey. What is Casey? Managing editor. Seriously? Yes. Casey Bassett, in case any of you didn't C-B-A-S-S-E-T-T at... Okay. It's on the website, for goodness sake. It is. Okay. Okay. Why... We only got so much time. Yes. This is not a complete podcast. We're like Joe Rogan. We could talk for four hours about this. <laughs> we only have half an hour because of the radio. Uh, so this is, so you have back, some background in this. I have some passion around this. Um, I think it's, so as Christians, we're called to be in the world, although we are not, if you will, of the world. Right. So we're, we're to be, to be not of the world <laughs> means that the way we think, mm-hmm. the way we view reality is well, should be as it is, which is uh, the lens of our Catholic Christian faith, which is actually just, again, seeing reality mm-hmm. as it actually is. Mm-hmm. But if you will, through the lens of our Catholic Christian faith. Um, 
so that's one way what it means to be not, to not be of the world, to be not of the world. But we are in the world nonetheless, and mm-hmm. especially for us as lay people. So uh, even, but even for those who are um, ordained or religious, uh, all of us, except for those who are cloistered, live in the our, the secular world right. that we're, we're so we're, we're the air we breathe, if you will, is the secular world around us yep. for better or for ill. Yep. That's the reality, <laughs> and so we're called to to bring the gospel of Jesus Christ to bear in our daily lives. And for lay people in a particular way, what distinguishes us from the religious and the ordained, according to the teachings of the church, is the fact that we uh, are lev- we are called to leaven the world, mm-hmm. so yeast in, oh, yep. in the dough, yep. from within yep. uh, in a way that religious and, and, and ordained cannot right. and do not. So we're in the world. Uh, but we're not. We're called to be not of the world. So to be in the world means to need to, that we should know in some, at some level, what the heck's going on. Mm-hmm. So yes. <laughs> the first premise before we get into like we're going to be talking about how do you quote unquote read the news mm-hmm. and whether that's when when you're watching the news or listening to the news. But how do we um, uh, critically engage with the news that we're receiving, whether it's reading, watching, or listening. Inundated by. Inundated by. (laughs) But before we get into that, I think just the importance that we should pay some attention to the news. Yeah. Precisely because of what I just said. We're in the world, even if we're not, Mm -hmm. if we're called to be not of the world. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I think we're we're all called to be informed. Now, just for me, uh, in some ways, this is an easy thing. Frankly, I have to guard against the extreme of too much because in my case, going back literally to elementary school, so this is like the early 80s, I've been interested in national politics. You're weird. I am amazing. <laughs> Are you kidding? I mean, I am very much a political junkie, but I would not say I, since elementary I, school. <laughs> I, was, I was into national politics literally in elementary Were school. Were you like the, the kid who was always running for class president and- uh, all that stuff. I did. Uh, th- that may have happened in my past. <laughs> yes, that may be times. the case. No, 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 no. Uh, anyway, yes, that's that. Some of that is true. Okay, maybe six. Uh, <laughs> so I've always been, but but not local. That, that's the thing. I much. I was much more interested in national yeah, politics yeah. than local politics. It gets all the attention. So it's so. It, it does. Yeah. Um, so it's easy for me. I've had to guard against as as I was just saying, um, paying too much attention to politics. And in my case, uh, the thing I have to cultivate is being more attentive to local mm-hmm. politics mm-hmm. because, Frank. I mean, they're both important. But there's a real argument to be made for the fact that local politics, so what's going on in my community, in my city, in my town, is actually just as, if not more important than what's going on nationally. Yeah, uh, the, 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 the federal income tax rate is set by... Uh, Congress right. is that's determined in DC, but there's sorts of other, all sorts of other things that are determined by my mayor or mm-hmm. my city council that affect your life directly exactly. uh, much of the time. What one area that I am woefully inattentive uh, is for instance, um, school board elections oh, yeah. in my community. Like, yeah. I think that's, that's a really, uh, that's a, in our day and age, that's an arena that, that, that all citizens, but of course, in a particular way, Christians, we should be really attentive to what's going on yeah. uh, in terms of in our, in our public schools. Yeah. Especially if you have kids in school, yeah. but not only. But not only. If, so yeah. yeah, so, so yeah, you, you and your husband, school, you, you so. have any kids, right. but 
as 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 a faithful citizen, mm-hmm. as the church calls us to be, yep. um, even if you have no kids, we're called to be attentive to what's going yeah, on. Yeah, because those kids will probably be mayors and city councilors and stuff in the future. And I'd like to make sure they're well. If nothing else, well. they'll be potential voters, right? If nothing yes, else. true. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they should right, be. Yeah. Right, right. So, so we're 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 called to um, again. I think national, but even more so locally, local politics be informed. Now, again, if you can guard against the, the, there's two extremes to avoid. The one extreme is the one that I've tended toward, which is just being consumed by like just following it obsessively for most of us we don't need to follow so i do want to talk about habits of consuming okay uh the news um in a critical way constructive critical way um you could be consumed by it where you're following it all the time mm-hmm. you know you're you're a twitter junkie all and you're just i think that you watch fox news or cnn all day long all day long you're constantly checking the web the news mm-hmm. that it, the other extreme, though, I think the other extreme, so that I fall towards that, but I have friends um, and family members who would say they're on the opposite extreme. They don't pay any attention. Right. And again, I think we're called as Christians to, uh, that that's the extreme to be avoided because we're supposed to be bringing the gospel to bear. And part of what that means is being aware of what's going on in the world around us. Right, right. So uh, what I wanted to do is, uh, two things in particular. We'll just see, time permitting, if if, um, if we have time to do both and maybe some others. I want to start by talking about habits of consumption mm-hmm. like in terms of regularity and how we do it. But then I want to talk about how, this is the thing I mentioned earlier, about literally like uh, what are some maybe tools, tips that we can use as we're approaching. So I've got a couple of newspapers, actually literally on dead tree, as some people used to say. But also on the web, um, some some sites, inter- and, and I want to talk about how you quote unquote read mm-hmm. the news. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll explain the quote unquote when we get there. But I want to start with habits of consumption. So, Renee, how do you how do you um, or how would you say you can talk about what you do or what you would say you should do? I'll leave it up to you. How do you or how do you think you should? consume in terms of regularity. I don't want, I'm not talking about what news so- sources, sure. but in terms mm-hmm. of regularity and, and media, mm-hmm. you know, listen, watch, read mm-hmm. what, what for you, what, what's the way that you do this? Well, um, I like you, I don't pay enough attention to local news. Um, I actually stopped watching the local news on TV, um, several years ago. I just wasn't finding it compelling. Yeah. <laughs> Or yeah. useful. Um, so I don't, I do listen to some, hear some on the radio occasionally, but most of what I pay attention to is more national. Um, but I don't really watch any of the cable news networks on any kind of mm-hmm. regular basis whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a few sources that I go to. Um, I do see some news come across Facebook. Facebook. Okay. But it is from, uh, reliable sources. I'm not like just my neighbor posted on there that this happened. Right. Um, right. It's reliable news sources that are posting things on Facebook. Um, I also, because of what I do for work, I pay a lot of attention to Catholic news sure. specifically. Okay. And I read several um, publications from dioceses around us. So do gotcha. a lot of that. Yeah. Gotcha. For, so for me, what I, because I could, 
I, I could easily easy be consumed by what's going on. The thing that I try to do um, is once, maybe twice a day. I, I, I exper- actually in in the recent past, I experimented with weekly. Mm-hmm. I just tried to get myself caught up on the week's events, mm, okay. particularly national. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you will, politics, but politics in a broad sense. I don't mean right. what Senator so-and-so was doing, right. whatever. I mean like the issues right. of the day. Um, I, I have weekly, but it's, it's, this is probably confession time. Uh-oh. It's too hard for me to stay away. I think, oh, I, so you do more than weekly most of the time. I do more than weekly mm-hmm. most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's usually a couple, a few times a day. Why, why is this a problem? Like, does it, um, does it bring you down? Does no. it like, if you do too much, are you, no. why are you trying to limit it just because it sucks up too much of your time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it, no, it could, or it could, I know that it could. Okay. Um, well, no, I just think, I think it's, um, kind of turn the tables on you there. I'm asking you the questions. No, no, I'm glad. <laughs> I don't know that for me in it, like, okay, because I'm not like the literally engaged mm-hmm. in politics. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not, uh, involved directly right. in local or national politics. I don't know that I need to know on more than a weekly basis right. what's going on. Right. So therefore, so here the, the here is the the train of my my train of logic with thinking like let's go for weekly, even though I'm bad at it. If I don't need to know, then then should I even like? Right. There's other things that I can do. So even if it's just say we're just once a day, okay. But that once a day that I'm spending getting caught up on the note on the news. I could be doing something else right. during that time. So w- would it be a more fruitful, productive use of my time to limit myself to weekly news consumption mm-hmm. once a week? And then uh, that so I can do something else in the time that I would have uh, spent during the course of the week otherwise. But you have FOMO about the news then. Oh, totally. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I, no, I, I Casey suffer. Casey was going to like that one. <laughs> I, I, I suffer deeply from the vice of vain curiosity. Okay. Do you know what the vice of vain curiosity is? No, I think Casey, you do you know what the vice of vain curiosity? <laughs> Casey, how much philosophy did you study in college? Oh. Uh, vain curiosity. So um, vain curiosity is is the the desire to know everything and anything. Ah, okay. So we have uh, an appetite for knowledge, but just like the appetite for food, we have to moderate. Oh, sure. Yeah. So, so there's an in, so just as I can be intemperate in food and mm-hmm. dr- the consumption of food mm-hmm. and, and drink alcohol, uh, it can be, and I am intemperate in the consumption of knowledge. Judging by the number of books in your office. No, yes, I, would I would argue. So. No, 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 no. You just said knowledge. That's you not, didn't say that's, news. That does not evidence my intemperance in that regard. Oh, okay. okay. That does not evidence. Okay. What does uh, evidence my intemperance is the many blogs and websites that I try to follow oh. on a regular basis. That. And you can really get caught up in that stuff and that can suck up a lot of your time. The number of oh, substacks that I subscribe to oh, yeah. bears witness to my intemperance around knowledge. Do you, read a, do you read a lot of them? Not anymore. Now I just delete <laughs> or archive them because maybe I'll read them someday. And then you never do. And then I never do. Right, right. But that'll, that's, that's the way, that's the way, anyway. <laughs> Let's get tangent. <laughs> so, so I would make the argument that for most of us, so I'm, I'm for myself, but I propose, I think for most of us, a weekly news consumption probably would suffice. Probably, yeah. Because listen, if it's really important, 
we're going to find out about it. Yes. If something major that mm-hmm. actually required, let's say, let's say I decide to consume my news on Saturday morning. Yeah. If something major happens on Wednesday afternoon, mm-hmm. I'm going to find out yeah. about it. The, ar- the argument I would make against that though, is that if you're only looking at the major things, you're actually missing quite a bit of stuff that can, mm. that can um, inform why these major things might be happening or whatever else it is. You're probably missing a lot of things. So we'll get to that here yeah. in a little bit when we okay. get into the, so, so habits. So for me, uh, most of mine is online. I don't watch the news. I don't really listen to the mm-hmm. news. So I go to the sources that I value, mm-hmm. uh, that I trust, mm-hmm. I should say. Uh, and I, um, that that's where I get the news. I do want to, there is one specific um, website that I want to mention allsides.com. Have you heard of All Sides? All Sides Media. They what they do, um, and they work really hard by crowdsource using crowdsourcing for this. But they 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 don't write. They're a they're a, they're a, a news collect- aggregator. Okay. Yes, yep. and they and there's there's more there one there's a few of these out there. But I think All Sides does really good. AllSides.com of sort of taking issues of the day, and here's what Fox and CNN and MSNBC and whatever else. Right the different sources. And then they write again, using crowdsourcing, um, they'll, they'll rate the bias mm. of all those sources. Mm-hmm. I think they do an excellent job to be honest. Interesting. So that's okay. a place that I'll go to because I do think it's important to check out mm-hmm. to uh, sources that you don't regulate. Like, so yes. I've got the ones that I trust, but I think it's important to avoid the echo chamber right. to check out yes. other sources. Absolutely. So I do think it's important. Yep. Okay. All right. But what I want to do, um, so online, Sources that I trust, but also trying to check other ones. Mm-hmm. But what I want to focus on here is actually, quote, unquote, how we read the news. So we'll do that in just a minute. But if you're just tuning in, uh, welcome to Ignition. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, talking with today with Renee Kranz about why Christians should be attentive to the news, but then how we might, quote, unquote, read the news. So I have two newspapers, two Ooh. daily newspapers, okay. um, the Wall Street Journal, okay. um, so from the other day as we're recording, so a couple weeks ago as people listen to this, Tuesday, June 7th is the date of the journal. And then I have the Wednesday, June 8th edition of the, so we're in Sioux Falls, the local newspaper, the Argus Leader. Mm-hmm. So the Argus Leader is uh, part of the US Today, USA Today network now, Gannett, uh, mm-hmm. Gannett um, News. Or Gannett, you know, Gannett, whichever. is that how it's said? Yeah. <laughs> really? How do you yeah. know? Have you, talked to, have you talked to Mr. Gannett? We, we've talked, we talked about that in college. Really? That, that's a very old, yeah. Oh, so it's Gannett. No. Oh. <laughs> so these are dailies. Now, again, I said that I'm trying to. Well, I I, I used to try to limit myself to. I don't I don't subscribe to a newspaper, but right. I think this uh, a newspaper is a good way to talk about. So let's start just with the Argus Lee. Well, actually, it doesn't matter. My here's my proposal. Here, here's what I think we should do. As just this is not about Christian. This is just I think to be uh, to critically consume the news. Mm-hmm. It's instructive to be attentive to what are the stories that the editors of the Wall Street Journal or the Argus Leader or any website that you go to, what stories are they choosing, literally in this yep. case, in print yep. to publish? Yes. Because that's, that tells us something about either what they think is most important or what they think we want to know right. about. Because so, those don't just appear on the front page. They actually select. So... <laughs> My it, it my my amateur outsider perspective is I, I think so editors 
There's a do, I think, uh, a journalistic duty to to inform the public about certain things. But there's also then the reality. I think it's got an intention a little bit with the fact that they have to sell mm-hmm. news, the, their media right. in this case, or their medium in this case, paper, in order to stay in business. Mm-hmm. To, so I think there's a balance between what they think they the public needs to know about and what they think the public wants to know about. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think when you're, when you look, it's interesting to me to take in this case, a, a newspaper or a news magazine, literally in print is easiest. What they think when you look at the stories, like just say, uh, the front page, especially above the fold, mm-hmm. what they choose to put on the front page, what they choose to put above the fold tells you something about what they think is important and, or what they think you want as, as readers to know about or what they, yes. Or yeah. What they think will sell papers. Yes. What they think will sell papers. You're, there's a wry little smile. I, I, we're, we're, I, we're not, we're, this is, this is not about bashing media and no. any, but what's the rice. Well, uh, uh, a well-known, probably almost everyone's heard it. If it bleeds, it leads. Right. That's a very common, yes. it's been around for years in the newspaper business yep. and not all of them approach that way, but many do. Right. It's, so sensational, it bleeds, it sensationalism or sensationalist shocking. Yeah. Yes. Anything yeah. like that. Yeah. So I think we, it's important for us. I, I do think as Christians, again, if we're going to be in the world, but not of the world to sort of take a step back, mm-hmm. if you will, and pay attention to what are, so this Argus leader story, the above the fold, the, the, the primary, well, up the store, the top, we get Mitchell girls start fasting class A. That's a golf story. Um, but I think reading this, I would say this is probably the, the, the story they want me to see the yeah. first. So delegation against any proposed gun reform. So this is about our uh, U.S. senators and representatives. Mm-hmm. And then we also, the next story above the fold, the bottom story above the fold, South Dakota voters head to the polls. Mm-hmm. So this was from And notice that the headline is directly above the fold. Okay. They make sure to make that picture the size so that the headline will fit above the, above fold, the fold, not below it. So when I see this, when I pick it up and unfold it, mm-hmm. what I'm going to see is a little bit about some high school sports and then something about... Uh, gun reform and where our, our congressmen uh, fall on that. Mm-hmm. And then the fact that the voters head to the polls, I turn it over and flowing from that last story, what uh, South Dakota voters head to the polls. I see what South Dakotas are saying so far. And then I see class of 2021 saw higher graduation rate for students in special education and city Sioux Falls to hold lotteries for new liquor licenses. Mm-hmm. So a national News story. Mm-hmm. Our, our congressional delegation is against any proposed gun well, reform. National, but also state, because there are state delegates. There are state. So, yes. Then a state story about our voting in the primary, mm-hmm. state primaries. Um, class of 2021 higher graduation rate. That's also state, but it's particularly, I think, local to Sioux Falls. Mm-hmm. And then certainly a, a local story. Right. City to hold lotteries for new liquor licenses. Right. So the editors of the Argus Leader, these are the five stories that they have put before. So mm-hmm. I, I just think it's worth thinking about. And I don't have an answer to this question right now, but what are they saying? Why are why these five stories of mm-hmm. all the things when we when we don't have time? But if you opened this edition, there'd be all sorts of other things mm-hmm. that we could find in today this issue of the Argus Leader. But these are the five that they chose right. to promote. Right. Similarly, I think so. Again, this Wall Street Journal issue: D-Day vets return to Normandy beaches seventy-eight years later. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's and. An, 
the, the, the top headline, but probably the next big story, Musk threatens to end bid for Twitter. <laughs> big print next to the, 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 the headline above the fold, UK's Johnson, uh, Prime Minister Boris Johnson, survives revolt but moves forward wounded. And then you flip over and we get high-flying tiger global humbled by unraveling tech bet. Cocktails at virtual bars are extra dry. Oh, that sounds interesting. <laughs> and SEC eyes big structure changes to market structure. So this is the Wall Street Journal. So you know that there's, and especially you've got business and finance mm -hmm. sidebar, you know there's going to be something on the front page and there's a couple stories that are going to be about uh, business, business, finance. Right. right. Um, but the big ones, D-Day, uh, Elon Musk's bid for Twitter, and then... Um, uh, UK politics. I thought that Boris Johnson headline was especially interesting. So why, why out of curiosity, uh, the words chosen are, are really, these are the things you have to pay attention to when you're reading the newspaper, the words that are chosen in headlines. And is that trying to direct push you to a certain narrative or right. a certain uh, thought right. process? So, uh, what uh, so uh, I'm going to answer my question. For, my question to you is going to be is going to be what words do you particularly see? But I so to me first I was thinking wounded, then I was thinking revolt, and then also survives. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So they convey certain things, a certain feeling, a certain yeah, for sure. So I, my the way that I'm proposing, what I think we should do again, just as to to consume the news critically, is be attentive to these stories. Mm -hmm. And just uh, this is the, what the Wall Street Journal editors, in this case, want us to pay attention to. Yeah. yeah. Of all the stories, and the journal is chock full of oh, original reporting. Yes, I mean, it, tons. Um, and these are the ones that they put on the front page, and in, the, in these three cases, above the fold. Mm -hmm. They're saying, this is what we think you either should know about or will want right. to know about. Right. To be honest, Renee, I would say the Musk story is what them telling what it's there because they think we want to know about it. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Not because we actually do want to. Know Does it about matter? It. No. Well, we, we yes, could, we could quibble about that. Yes. Actually. It's a, because what they think we want is, I want to say the B word is their bias. coming Bi through. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Yes. Because it's what they think we want. It might yes. not be what we want at all. Yeah. Totally agreed. So, but it does. So again, either the combination of what they think is important or what they think we want to know right, about. Right. Um, similarly, I think with, with the leader, again, mm -hmm. the Argus leader, um, what we want to know about or what they think we should mm -hmm. know about. Mm -hmm. uh, I know. I don't know. In the case of this edition of the Argus leader, I don't, I feel like these are probably all what they think we should know about. I don't yes. know that any of them is really them trying to, I don't mean this in a bad way, but pander to, Yes. And there's, but there's, there's also in some of those headlines, there's some definite bias in sure. those as well. Sure. If you, it's not just national newspapers, it's definitely in. Absolutely. Locally yep. as well. Yep. yep. Yeah. So I, yeah. Yeah. Before, we don't have time to really go into it. <laughs> so we we're running out. We're literally a lot faster than I expected. Yeah. The point I think is to just be attentive to the things, uh, to what stories are being presented to our attention mm -hmm. and what that tells us. Yes. Uh, and then to read it critically. Mm -hmm. To maybe uh, go try to read outside of your echo chamber. Try to read other sources, and you might filter them because you know they're uh, they're biased. But everybody does have a particular perspective or slant, if you will. We all have a bit of a bias, so I think it is good to check out other sources. Yeah. Any final thoughts, Renee? 
Mm, I could give you a lot, but we don't have time. We don't have time. Okay. So maybe more to come in a future episode, but just a little tease there. Renee, thanks again for being here. Sure thing. And folks, that will wrap up this episode of Ignition. Again, you can email us with any ideas for future episodes or questions about this one. And until next time, may God bless you.